Are you concerned about cost for patients? We've heard uh, reports that uh, you know insurance companies you know will not help defray the cost. Um, so we're always concerned about cost. Um, this is a market-driven um, system, and so uh, we're uh, confident that market forces will keep the cost uh, stable. Uh, unfortunately, Medicaid um, through federal law and none of the com commercial health insurance companies will be covering medical marijuana. How much so it, will medical yeah. mar marijuana cost? I don't have the price point for you at this time. Can you say anything at all? I mean, can you give any information at all, though, to give people an idea of what it would cost? I, I really don't. A lot of it's. So I'm sorry to interrupt you. A lot of it is going to depend upon the form of medical marijuana that is being uh, recommended and dispensed, and also the dose of medical marijuana. So I think it's going to vary. We do expect variations from dispensary to dispensary, and that's market forces at work. And so dispensaries that are able to uh, to um, uh, give the product to individuals, uh, uh, sell the product at lower costs, will probably have benefits. So we'll let the market determine Does that. Does the state time. have any role at all then in controlling the price of medical marijuana? Um, at, at this time, the, the state does not. As the system rolls out, if the, if the cost looks like it's becoming absolutely prohibitive, uh, the, the state could take some actions. But we're just starting the program at this time, so it's too soon to tell. What action could you end up taking? Uh, we could cap the price if we absolutely had to. But right now, again, we, we're just seeing how things roll out, and we would do not plan have any plans to do that at this time. And I've heard, though, uh, an ounce of medical marijuana could cost as much as five hundred dollars. I, I it, again, an, an ounce of medical marijuana in one form with one dose is not the same as another ounce in another form. So we're talking about a, a, a product that could be a bomb or an oil, or a product that could be a concentrate that could be uh, that could be used with a vapor a vape medicine. Uh, uh, type of product, um, and so there are many number of different types of products, different doses, different dispensaries, different parts of the state, and so that's what I mean by market forces. How can people know the price then to decide where to go or to know if they have enough money? Um, so really, people should be calling the dispensary. Brings up an important point for um, uh, for a appointment. We really want people to have an appointment to be able to, uh, to come. Uh, when they come to the dispensary, they'll be seeing a medical professional, uh, such as a pharmacist or physician, who will discuss their medical condition that has been certified by the uh, medical practitioner, the physician, um, and uh, what signs and symptoms they are having. Uh, and then we'll have a discussion about what form of marijuana and what dose of marijuana. Um, and so all of that will be done at the time of the first visit. And it's actually the pharmacist at the dispensary. The physician only certifies a patient, does not uh, prescribe so uh, you're correct. So a physician who participates in the medical marijuana program, and that means have registered for the program and taken the continuing education for the program, we have 376 physicians who have done that, will be seeing a patient, they'll be certifying that they have one of the serious medical conditions, and they will then um, uh, enable uh, the, the patient uh, on the website to be able to get to apply for their medical marijuana card. The physician can, if they're very knowledgeable about the subject, make recommendations about the form of the product that would be uh, that would be dispensed and the dose. But uh, but the, in the end, that is actually the pharmacist or physician at the dispensary working with the patient's own physician and the patient to determine that. Anything in, anything in particular that you guys are going to be discussing in this meeting here?
Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IcSativaPod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you are feeling extra generous. But I do have one last thing that I want to talk about. Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. So before I start the episode, um, I wanted to give a shout out to our Patreon, Reefer Revolution. Um, we thank you so much for your support and your patronage of this podcast. And um, if you want to be shouted out as as one of the Patreons, you can become a Patreon for just $1 a month. Um, joining gets you many additional benefits such as early releases on episodes, exclusive episodes, bonus content, and even more. And you can do this by going to www.patreon.com slash podcast, And you can click the Become a Patreon button. And we look forward to seeing you if you can support the podcast. Without further ado, let's start the episode. Howdy, y'all. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. So for today's episode, we have a very special episode. We have a repeat guest of this podcast, Joey One Love 420 of the YouTube channel and the organization Keystone State. And he's a cannabis reviewer and activist out in Pennsylvania. Um, we're going to link to the description his um pre the pre- his previous appearance on this podcast so he's back again he's talking about his new group um he has a facebook group um he has an official channel called keystone state and they're doing a lot of good work in pennsylvania and he's he's doing he's doing his part to make cannabis accessible for regular um average people and to to provide a platform where people could freely ask questions about the Pennsylvania program and most importantly they're not they don't need to be intimidated for asking any level of of, of question so if you're brand new it's a it's a safe haven for you in the Pennsylvania medical marijuana program and um, I'll let him explain what 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 his organization does but without further ado let's get to the episode Hey, man. Hey, howdy. How's it going? It's going good. You? Good, man. Good. How's this? Uh, is this video or is this audio? 
what was that? Is this video or audio? Um, I think it's video for you. I can see you via video, but um, it's just okay. doing audio on my end. Okay, I, I was just wasn't sure if I guess if you could see me and I just could see you or what the deal. Yeah, I can see you. All right, it's kind of a little awkward, <laughs> <laughs> but um, how's it going? Pretty good. Um, you? Just another day, man. Yeah, except we're like an hour, like, like forward now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daylight savings time, I think, is just one big hoax. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think they should just keep, like, the, they should, they shouldn't have to just forward the clock. They just keep it, like, the same time across the country. Well, well, I'm not saying get rid of time zones, but just like don't do like the clock forwarding or the clock back stuff anymore. So can you? So I see that you have like a new group called Keystone State, and it's a very sort of great group. Um, you're already getting a lot of like um, fans and a lot of support, and I just kind of wanted to know what the origin story was behind. Keystone State and you know what the aims of the project were um well it first started out that uh I met a guy Brian in a different Facebook group the original founder who started it it was like the first week of him um drop, like getting it off the ground and I was in other Facebook groups I mean Facebook you know it makes it really hard to find like cannabis groups that you could find information on and stuff like, because when you type in like group locator, group finding, like you type in cannabis, like nothing comes up. Like you have to like know an exact group name to type in the find. Like Facebook doesn't make it easy to find these these educational groups, you know. And the one like the ones that I have been involved in, it's almost like if you weren't a weed Einstein you got pitched forked and 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 chased out of the out of the group for like asking simple questions and that really did not sit okay with me considering like how I don't understand why people have to be so weed snobs honestly like we should be we trying to spread education out there and like for people to ask questions that's what it's all about and give right answers you know like there nobody's gonna know it like everything just right off the bat i don't understand how people expect like something that's been illegal for everybody like almost every the employee like everybody that's a patient now has been it's been illegal their whole lives so they have no way to know anything about it you know so when they ask the simple questions it's it, ridiculous that people get hounded so i wanted to make a safe place where people can come and ask the most simplest of questions without getting harassed and basically feel belittled and a smaller of a person just because they don't know what other people know you know and i just wanted simple as that a safe place where some where people can go without having to be worried about being bullied like i've been in several groups where people have said that like they were afraid to ask questions because of the few like members that are in the group that what they would say like to them in the thread and nobody should ever feel like that. So, and when you join my group, that's one of the main 
first rules that you have to agree to is that there is absolute zero tolerance for bullying or any belittling of any kind whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like, like I, 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 like with my sort of like podcast, like that, that was a huge like uh, driver of it. Um, not so much like the sort of like like the belittling, but more like the it was more like the making it accessible for working people. Like there are a lot of people out there that you know they work two to three jobs. They um they haven't used since their college days so they're like let's say in their late 30s or 40s 50s you know they're they're very busy working people and you know they need they need this they need to they need the information to be accessible for them like you know like like saving money on 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 their purchases in their state um you know um finding products that are, are good for them. Um, you know, the process of even getting your card, a lot of the times it's like, Oh, um, it's, it's legal. My state, um, do, do they have, um, are there, um, like, what's the, like, do they allow anyone to get a card or is it just people with cancer AIDS or whatever, you know? And I, and like you, like you were saying, I don't want anyone to ever feel like intimidated or, or dumb for asking questions. So that's why I'm very, very patient with my, with, with, with the listeners and the people that I, I, I invite on to the, to, to be, to sort of be part of the experience. I just, I, I want to make it as accessible to regular, re- regular average Janes and average Joes as, as humanly possible. So, I mean, I, I feel that we share sort of common ground in what we're trying to do with both of our, our projects. So, um, so I just wanted to circle back to the sort of the previous question in, in the sense that, um, how did you come up with like your new logo? Um, I, I really like that, like the, the, the person like painting it and then it goes to like the reviews, which the reviews that you're, you're doing, I'm, I'm loving them even more and more. And it's just like when I try to do cannabis reviews, I'm still sort of new to it. I'm not as, I'm still finding my groove, but, um, but yeah, just kind of want to know a bit about like the logo and the idea behind it. Yeah, that I was mainly uh, my uh, buddy Brian on that one. He simple as that. He just went and uh, paid someone on Fiverr, and they made it. They created it, and, and they they gave us quite a few um, bumpers to put into our into our video, and that like our quality of videos tremendously like it it made us from looking like we were doing uh like basement videos like videos to like higher quality i mean don't get don't get twisted we're still we're still in in the basements in our garages doing the videos but like it gives it a little bit more spot yeah it's really really cheap too because i don't have any production experience whatsoever and like i'm i'm pretty much a total noob when it comes to electronics and production and editing and all that. So I'm just now like getting into it and starting to learn. Like I'm very basic, you know, like I know the very, very little bit and of all of that. So it's all a learning experience and it's, and it's, and it's hard, you know, it's hard at learning and trying to get this stuff down. And especially when you have no prior experience of it, 
And I kind of feel that it's just like how I feel with producing and editing as a lot of people who are new to cannabis, you know, like they're looking for somewhere to go and find information without feeling like some type, like, like, I don't want to say insecure, but feeling like that it's okay to not know and to, and to learn, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it just sort of goes back to making this accessible for people. Like, um, like, you know, when I started this, when I started my sort of project, um, in August of 2018, you know, like I, I sort of had the aims of just making this accessible for, for regular people, you know, and just, I, I sort of took everything like, like one day at a time where, you know, like I, I, I made the, int I made my logo just off like the very basic and rudimentary, um, Photoshop skills that I had. And, you know, I, I, that's, that's how I made the first sort of logo, which, um, I, I did like a logo redesign, but, um, like I found with like the redesign, like the Fiverr person that I hired, they did it perfectly, but like some of the text, some of the text, like you couldn't really, um, you couldn't really see or whatever. Cause I, I, I try to put like, I put like the main like title of the, the podcast, but then I put cannabis for regular, for regular people, but then you can't really see that. So I, I went back to the initial logo, which I redesigned, which, you know, was just the, I am cannabis sativa podcast, which I mean, I, I feel like simpler is better. And with, with your logo, it's just, it's, it's, it's that, gnarly sort of design which i like and it's just keystone state group so i i went and returned back to sort of basics because of that because you know it's all about just making this accessible and making making what you're trying to do as simple as possible to the people you're trying to you're trying to sort of market to and to your audience in general and i i feel that we're both pretty good at sort of doing that um, yeah, and that's like, I'm not even trying to target one specific audience, you know, like I want everybody to know. I want everybody to learn about cannabis, you know, like and I think because I think everybody should I like it should just be just as common as going to CBS when you have a cold and getting cough medicine. Like, you know how much you need to take when you're sick and you have a cough, you know, like, you know what you need to get, like, you know how much ibuprofen you need to go and get like. People just need to have common cannabis knowledge because it should be as common as it once was before it was made illegal. Cannabis was one of the most widely practiced medicines in the on the entire planet until um, Reagan and assholes. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. And it's and now like we're just hitting the tip of the iceberg where universities are like allowing research. So like it's just now beginning to see the tip of the iceberg of the potential that cannabis actually has. Like what has just been discovered, the um, two new cannabinoids that are they've seen that are 30 times stronger than THC and THCA. Like we would have never imagined the possibility of that how many years like how many years ago. And now that the that. They're slowly allowing um, 
these universities to do research, we're slowly but surely learning a lot more about this plant. And it's amazing the potential that it has. And people should know the potential that it has. Everybody, not even just medical patients alone. Yeah, yeah, I totally, I totally sort of agree. Um, like, um, like the more, like, like the thing is, like, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to not only just make like it accessible for people, but like, I'm trying to like help. I'm trying to sort of help people, like, pe- like the people that are like patients or people that are just trying trying to get into it again that listen to what you you were doing that listen to what I'm doing like I'm trying to get I'm trying to get them to sort of hopefully tell their family members about you know how how much they're benefiting from it and you know maybe get their friends and their family members to sort of advocate for them on on their behalf because you know in in both the states that we live in even though it's it's legal either for adult use no well in pennsylvania it's legal for medical purposes and i think in my state it's legal for both adult and medical purposes but there's still stigma around it like i don't like i don't feel comfortable telling everyone i know yet and i i I still feel it's because the environment isn't sort of ripe for it and you know our politicians still you know even in states where it's legal our politicians still think of it as like a sort of deadhead or, or fish drug and no, no, right like like for, for instance for me like i'm really i'm paranoid half the time i'm i'm awake because i am promoting myself out there as a cannabis user and i'm nervous like if my employer were to find out like i honestly don't know how they would react and it, that's a scary thought you know <laughs> like because if I lo- if I lost my job, like I literally, I, I everything would fall apart. Like my life would come like tumbling out of spiraling out of control. And I don't know how they would take if they knew the videos I put on the internet and the information that I put on, out there and my lifestyle. Even though my lifestyle at home and out of work should have no impact on what I do and how I produce work, but apparently it does. I mean, and it's messed up because people can go home and be alcoholics and go to work and be fine, but but like, God forbid I smoke a joint when I get done work, it's like the end of the world. Yeah. Because federal law, they could they can fire me, but state law, state law I'm protected, but being like, it's just, I don't know. I don't want to say too much. <laughs> say too much. It's just... I, I'm just in a gray area and it's, and it's scary, you know? Yeah. If I, and if I wasn't a medical patient and like, I just, and I didn't try to spread knowledge about cannabis and like put myself out there on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, every platform out there, then I would be all right. You know, like if I just stayed in the shadows and, and even just did black market and like stayed completely off grid like I did my entire life would be one thing but like I I just I'm really feel strongly like I feel like I really it's important for everybody to get to get the basic knowledge of cannabis like and I just 
I don't know. I just feel like it's that time to just, and that's why I've been putting out as much content as possible. And like, I've been doing a lot of repetitive stuff. Like basically I get to a lot of the same questions. Like, Oh, it's been a lot of older women, I would say asking how to, um, something as basic as getting your kit, like your cannabis card and like what you need uh, to get your card, which is part of what we're doing, um, at, keystonestake.com we're now launching a website and um that that's going to have all the information in there how to get your card um it's going to have cbd option uh to buy pre-rolls and cbd uh other cbd items and uh glass a bunch of other things i don't know big exciting things um are going to be on this new thing that i'm trying to venture out to and uh it's going to be fun um yeah, I'm pretty, I'm excited about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited about it at the same time. So this sort of relates to like my next question. Um, so how many like reviewers do you have on your um on, on the Keystone team? Um, is it do you like in 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 the team and in like the both the team and the group? Is it mostly Pennsylvania patients and advocates? Or do you have folks from other states like New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, so on and yeah. so forth? Yeah, I mean, it's mostly like the tri-state uh, area, but um, yeah, there, there's a few people from Colorado and California, but it's mainly Jersey and um, Maryland, Maryland and Jersey and, and Pennsylvania. That's like mainly our frequent members, the um, for the official team, it's 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 just me and uh me and the founder Brian. That like is the official team. Nice. Yeah, it's just us two. That's what we've been literally the last. I've I have like a serious. It looks like I'm almost homeless. If you haven't seen me earlier, like what I haven't been shaved. Like I've been doing all my work on straight. Like have no time to even shave. I've just been like working on this website and trying to get everything going and with regular work and my life's been crazy and it's just <laughs> it, it it's that's why i felt the need to say that so that way like you knew i wasn't actually homeless by looking at me <laughs> by my crazy beard i got going on because <laughs> i normally don't have this but uh yeah 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 i yeah I, I get it it's you know we're all pretty darn busy you know like who who isn't like i'm trying to sort of I'm trying to hustle and trying to get um um better better work um because I'm sort of yeah I'm trying to I'm trying to improve my um I'm trying to make my work situation even better and um and with this podcast like it's 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 growing like beyond what I would have ever hoped you know it's like um like like if you had told me I would have had people from 40 different countries listening like 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 august 2018 i would have been like what um it's just it's it's crazy like i have like people all over the country i think i want to say 47 states so every state besides um north dakota wyoming and west virginia and um i'm I'm trying to i try to like tailor content i try to get to like i, I can't always do like i i do on average about seven to 10 episodes a week. Um, it's been a bit less because I've been busy these last couple of weeks, but I tried to, I tried to tailor content to every single sort of state and 
every single sort of audience and I'm, I'm mindful of like, you know, like I don't know every single city and every single state that's listening, but I, I have a good idea because I check the stats, but, um, but, but do you, do you find that's how I originally first, that's the reason why I actually started first started listening to your podcast is when I was when I clicked on, I seen all the content you had because a lot of cannabis podcasts, there's they don't do many shows often. Maybe it's once a week, maybe it's once a, once a month, once every other week, maybe. And who wants to listen to a podcast that had, like doesn't give you almost daily or even recent content? Like nobody wants their content that far spread out, you know. So like I seen all the content you had, and I was like, huh, okay, like well, this guy obviously is going to be giving me daily updates on what's going on in the in in the cannabis world so that's originally what piqued my curiosity like piqued me to check your show out is when i scrolled through all your shows on spotify i was like wow he's got a lot of episodes and then i even saw like pennsylvania and quite a few of the titles so i was like oh yeah so then that's what like originally made me check you out now i listen to your podcast almost every day <laughs> awesome i it's not lost on me. Like I appreciate all all the the listenership I get, and it's it's really humbling. It, like it sort of moves me a bit when I have people from from states I've never been to my entire life, like really interested. Um, like I have a surprising amount of people in like like Texas. It's all over Texas too, and they just they just have um basic like um what's the name like they're it's crazy how 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 against the Texas government is too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um they can't they can't even get simple decrim through um and their medical program is like like CBD it, out there yeah just cbd <laughs> no, i know it was a joke but i was just saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. um so i wanted to talk about like the shortages that that have been happening in, in pennsylvania oh, okay. yeah on that dude don't even get me started it's been something serious like and the available product that is is outrageously expensive so um on at i know like you're mostly about flour right like you're you're a flour guy i've i've been i'm yeah. have drifted more so towards the concentrates and that actually wasn't even by choice so i feel like i got played by the fucking system once again <laughs> in my life so hear me out um there was literally zero flour available the last several months like couldn't find flour to save your ass like literally all that was available was concentrates so you think um on average your normal thc percentage in on flour is between 14 and 25 percent you know on average so you go from that your whole entire life. Like since I was 13, that's what I've smoked my entire life. And then to not doing concentrates whatsoever and then every day, multiple times a day, consuming 80 to 99% THC concentrates, put your tolerance up there. Like flour doesn't even touch me. It doesn't even touch my ailments anymore. Like I need RSO or concentrates to even touch like for it to have a medical medicinal purpose for me like if if i'm just chilling out and kicking it like yeah i could smoke flour but to reach like the actual medical potential that i needed to i i I can't even smoke flour now 
where I used to be able to use that as my medicinal purpose. But now I've I've gotten so used to consuming so high and so much of the THC, like it's like I build a tolerance, you know. It's like really unfortunate. Yeah, and I can't like take a and I can't really like take like a that much of a tolerance break either. So, so we were talking about like supply issues in Pennsylvania, and I know that that's been a thing that's been a problem with the program. Um, I want to add, ask, I want to ask something to add on to that question. Like I've been hearing a lot of people saying that because of the fact that anxiety was added to the qualifying condition list, um, that there have been people have been scapegoating the shortages on that. Um, do you do you happen to think that that's part of the reason, or do you think there's something else at sort of play? And um, you know, there's way bigger play than that but i mean it has a huge factor yeah because once anxiety was added onto the list like literally any joe schmo can go get a card um so so here's a fun little fact so um there should be 25 growers in pa should be producing medicine and only 10 growers are actually producing and 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 half of those ten can't produce quality medicine if it slapped them in the fucking face, <laughs> like for like for real. So and also since 2018, there um like a second round of permits of 13 were issued, and only about two or three of them has started shipping medications since 2018, and 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 each and every single one of them promised that they would have product producing within six months. Wow. That's almost two years ago. So do you, the, do you attribute like that to the, like, somebody, the foot dragging? Like you be getting fined for not putting out medicine. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, literally, what are you doing? Like, that seems shady. So do you just do you, do you attribute that to like like sort of like foot dragging of like the government in, in, in Pennsylvania or is or, or are there other things happening? No, uh, yeah, um, a lot of it has to do with um, Dr. Rachel Levine, who's a friggin' idiot when it comes to cannabis. Um, I'm not going to discredit her for her other knowledge in other medicine areas, but cannabis is not her strong suit. I mean, and nor do I fault her for it. You know, I mean, she's an older boomer who went to Harvard and Tulane University of Medicine. Like, and like I was saying earlier in our podcast, like not until recently was cannabis able to even start being researched in universities. So I don't fault her for her, like not knowledge of cannabis, but put somebody, don't make the department of PA Department of Health in charge of the whole program and then if you don't know left from right simple as that you know yeah like i don't she know got, she the department of health uh just put out a survey um for pennsylvania patients i mean and unfortunately like there was not everybody like there wasn't like a crap ton of people that participated in the um survey or i mean i personally think the survey might have gotten like altered a little bit because it favored too too greatly that patients were satisfied with this program 
And right there, I was like, there's no fucking way that there's overwhelming satisfaction result about how this program is run. Because I'm active in the PA medical community and majority is not happy. Like, there's a reason why people go to Harrisburg once a month to protest. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a reason for that. Why Pittsburgh and Philly normal and Lehigh Valley normal go there at least once a month. Because we are not happy. Like, we're trying to get home grow because they obviously can't get the job done so we could do it ourselves and it also goes to um to the fact like like these growers like i was saying like couldn't produce quality medicine if it hit them in the face like um if you have the slightest bit of a criminal record you can't get a job in the cannabis industry so i mean i don't know about you but majority of my stoner friends that have extensive knowledge at least has have paraphernalia charges you know like i mean think about it like it's been illegal for almost ever now so the only way you're gonna have experience is if you were breaking the law for some at least some time you know so you shouldn't be so discriminatory on who they hire to grow their medicine and, and it's like it's like I say in my podcast, like all the East Coast states besides Maine, which Maine has been doing cannabis since um, they've been doing medical since the 90s, like the West Coast. And um, they, they like people don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And um, so they're like the they're like the Colorado, the East Coast, but every other state besides them there. It's I always say that all the other states have a cartel cannabis system where you just have big multi multi um, national, I mean, multinational um, companies that set up shop in multiple states. You know, they're, 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 there are these companies founded by people. Like you said, they don't really have experience with cannabis, but they have lots of cash to throw at it. So they're the ones growing. They're the ones, you know, doing it and they're not doing it with the love and care that you know that I've, I've again I've I've had black market cannabis in my college days that was louder than any other that was louder and more potent um I mean I don't want some of that potent at at, at 30 right now I just I I, I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be uh I don't want to be wasted like a college student these days anymore but like it just feels like like they're 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 mass producing this in all of these other in all of these states up and down the east coast and you know you and i are suffering because we don't have that expertise that you know they they probably have a charge or whatever and also the price towards getting in the legal market whether adult use in my state or medical you have to have millions of dollars to even have a shot so it's just a, a confluence of factors that are making the quality and the price of what we get just so astronomical right now. Um, do you, so do you know of any other people suffering shortages? What, what was that? Do you know, um, like, so do you like, like we, we talked about the shortages, like in the last question, but do you like, like, is everyone in, in, in your group sort of experiencing that or is it like, 
it's all over. Yeah, it's all at least Pennsylvania. Um, uh, I I know there's a couple uh, Maryland people that seem to be having doing quite well, but um, I know Jersey's not doing good uh, for concentrates at least. Um, flour doesn't seem to be a shortage anymore in PA. Flour there seems to be a decent bit amount, but I mean the prices are normally like fourteen to twenty dollars a gram, or like. 40 to 45 to like 65 dollars for for an eighth yeah it's, it's about how much we pay in massachusetts yeah about 15 a grand or so yeah but no that's like but that's that's right more so you're gonna be paying like 20 a gram like there's like one or two dispensaries that that will give certain uh growers 14 dollars a gram you know mm. Wow. Um. So is it? So do you think that they need it? They don't. They don't sell anything above an eighth either. Like you can't get uh por- anything above an eighth. Like if you want, like if you want a quarter, like you got to get two ways. Oh. Yeah, and 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 if you do that, I saw one dispensary, um, out here sell a sell a quarter, and it was on Valentine's Day, and they all and it and and it was also labeled small buds. Popcorn so, nuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, go, touching on what you were saying about the quality, literally, that and this is a big reason why I stopped. Um, like I kept with concentrates when the flour started to appear more often was because the quality is, it's not there. Like literally, I don't even need to use my grinder to break this weed up, dude. Like it literally turns to dust, and when I crumble it in my hand. Like I rehydrate, like if and if I'm going to, I'm going to rehydrate it with spinach leaf. Best way to rehydrate your your dry flour is to rehydrate it for like four to six hours with a little bit of spinach leaf, and it'll be perfectly hydrated to to press for rosin and stuff. But or just simply rehydrate it. Um, but it's incredibly dry. No matter what the grower is, like if you if you're getting bud from a dispensary you can best believe it's going to be dry and you're and you're going to need to rehydrate it before you consume it if you don't want to like just make it turn to dust as you do with whatever and it's also for us to smoke so there's that too so when you go to vaporize it you need a little you need it to be hydrated you can't have completely dried shit that turns to dust when you vaporize your shit yeah so yeah, I never I never thought of that. Um, spinach leaf, like I've heard, like I've heard other people say, oh, you should put an orange peel, but I I'm skeptical of that because because uh, wouldn't that cause mold if you were to put an orange peel? Yeah, but- literally go to Walmart, buy a bag of spinach leaves for it's like two or three dollars, and keep it in the fridge. And um, what I do is I take a couple, maybe. For an eighth, I'll use maybe four spinach leaves, three, four spinach leaves, put it in a little airtight container, no more than six hours. Like, because otherwise, you, your bud will be so hydrated, it would be soaked. It's crazy. I, I've, like, I, there's this guy, Eric Asher, out here who presses rosin for patients for free. Like, like he, pay, he, um, he's a, he's a war vet and, um, he's a really great guy. He, um, he try he spreads the cannabis knowledge, um, mostly about rosin. He's, um, he does. Pre- he presses everybody's uh, rehydrated dispensary flour for free. Um, he's all about spreading the knowledge, and he's a great dude. Um, 
So uh, and now this weed did a, just did a uh, segment on him, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that I know somebody who now this weed did a segment on. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, but um, I'll I'll send you the link to uh, to his stuff, like so you can check it out. But um, yeah, what was I saying again? Oh yeah, like he sp- he presses uh, rosin uh, for free, and I um, actually forget why I was saying that. So I'm sorry. <laughs> No worries. Yeah. Like I, I feel like my users or my listeners would really want to know that. Um, I have quite a bit of like listeners in all over Pennsylvania as well. And, um, like any, any little bit that can sort of help them is, 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 is key. Um, I don't, I don't know any, I don't know any people doing like rings and presses, um, in Massachusetts, but, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I know people it's all the time on Facebook, like he'll, he'll reach out and say like, Hey, I'm doing pressing free pressings from this time to this time. Contact me and like he puts it out there for the public to see. So if anybody in Pennsylvania is a patient and you have rehydrated dispensary flour, just follow him on social media and he'll let you know when he'll be able to press it for you for free without a charge. I mean, he accepts donations and um he uh, his goal is to build um small homes small mobile homes for homeless war vets that's what he wants to do it's his um like what his end goal in this is to be able to eventually like when recreation hits he's got a few plans whenever that decides to finally happen um and he wants to give back and it's 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 crazy he's, he's got a heart of gold so look him up eric asher He's um, E-R-I-K Asher, and um, yeah, that's how I found him on social media. Oh, I mean, it's, it's great when it's you have many people, people like that, that in the world that does stuff for free like that, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I, I, I think I have only like two real questions left. Um, so... This this goes back to Doctor or Secretary Levine. Um, so I remember. So I read one survey. I think it was like a month ago. I think it was a survey you were talking about that people are spending like over a hundred dollars a month or over two hundred dollars yeah, a month on average. They said over two hundred dollars a month. That's bullshit. I spend two hundred dollars a week. Wow. Yeah, that's like a car payment, pretty much. More than a car payment, dude. Like. Like I've on average, like because I've been trying to save up to move back to the eastern side of PA, like I've been having to cut back on it. So like I've only been spending 100 to 150 a week, but dude, that's that, that's insane. That's I'm still spending 400, 500 dollars a month on on medication that I'm not that I'm getting not even getting the amount I should. If I chose to go black market, I could get an eighth of concentrated shatter for a hundred and ten dollars that's three that's three point three and a half grams i can i can get for a hundred and ten where i get mainly if i'm lucky the terrapin if if the dispensaries have terrapin for 55 a gram but if i'm not lucky because if i'm not if i have to get medicine after 11 a.m after the dispensary has been open for an hour and all the con- affordable concentrates are gone i'm stuck at getting a hundred dollar gram Wow, so it's so it's one to three and a half. That's the difference between 
um, government marijuana and black market marijuana. That's a big difference. Big yeah. difference. Yeah, I've had to. I've like, um, like now, like I'm just sort of off the books at the moment. Like I didn't renew my, I didn't renew my Massachusetts medical card because, like, I'm just. Like, I'm just over these prices. Like, um, I've been a patient since 2017. And, like, we're still, like, even though we have adult use, we have, I think, I want to say 30, 35 adult use dispensaries and about 60 medical dispensaries throughout the state. I just, I, I'm sick of, like, it's like, it's like, it's like they're almost, like, it's going to sound like I'm having, like, I'm, like, I'm, having like a tinfoil hat right now, but it feels like they're colluding to keep the prices at 15 a gram for flour and like 70 per gram for concentrate. Like I haven't seen any real changes in the prices. Like I'm, what am I paying to renew every year if they're not making any real effort to make this affordable? But the thing is, like I talked about how, how Maine has, has a very very cheap cannabis so i i have a connect over in maine that just gets it to me for i pay it 125 an ounce and um that's that's more tenable for me and um i just i got a um i got like a um i i did like the telemedicine thing but excuse me with um a company called nug md so i have like a california certification right now because maine accepts out of state cards so if i have to just I have to just go to Maine or whatever. I can just do that, and I think Rhode Island accepts out of state. So, like, I'm I'm checked out of the mass system right now. I'm probably gonna. I don't see think you, dude. Like, if it, if it if it was up to me, like, if I was from here, I wouldn't I wouldn't be a PA member. I wouldn't be a PA medical patient. No way. If I still lived in Jersey, and if I had like, or if I even still lived on Eastern PA where I could drive to Jersey, I would I would still I would go black market, no doubt. Like, but I don't know anybody. Like, I don't have friends out here, you know. So it's like someone like me who had to relocate somewhere where they didn't grow up and like didn't really have like doesn't work in an environment where like I'll meet connections. Like, because and that's the thing where like how people get mistaken why uh, cannabis is a gateway drug because like it's that like you have to be introduced to a black illegal market and with shady people (laughs) so like so like if you're not if you if you're not if you don't grow up like knowing connections like it's kind of hard to just go into somewhere like relocate for a job you're in a very professional setting you're gonna find like a connection there you know so it's someone who picked up it goes like somewhere new has to Keep going regular you know medical but i don't blame you dude i if i lived back home or if i lived back east i wouldn't be a patient no way no way my quality of life would be tenfold because i would literally be able to save money even holy shit that's like crazy to even think about being able to save money like i live paycheck to paycheck because of the because of the medication like if it wasn't for medication i'd be able to maybe get ahead in life but Spend an yeah, extra $500 a month, $550 a month. That's a big difference. Like that's, that's insane, really. I don't know what else to say. Right. Um, so like my final question is, um, 
So do you, do you see any sort of hope for reform? Because I've been reading articles where, like, there are a number of municipalities in Pennsylvania that sort of make um, cannabis offenses like a low priority. But I'm also reading articles that they're still busting, even in these cities where it's sort of kind of decriminalizing Pennsylvania. There's still there's still a lot of charges. There's still a lot of people sort of suffering, even though a number of cities have, have, have lowered penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any sort of hope for reform in terms of statewide decrim or, you know, make home grow all that? It's on the. I mean, that's why we go to Harrisburg once a month. You know, um, I, we're we're trying for home grow. We're fighting <laughs> for home grow. I'm realistically. I mean, this is just my like guess. This is this is by no means like of any anything that I know. But like, I have a feeling probably within the next two to three years, maybe it'll be rec legal. But as for that, I mean, you see the uh, arrest going low for lower for possession, but actually what's happening is that us patients are getting arrested for DUIs like crazy. If you look at the PI DUI rate, the DUIs have gone up tremendously because once the, say, officer pulls us over, he sees a 30-year-old kid, and to him, a 30-year-old um kid in the in the um in the car so he thinks he's up to something sees uh get, the guy gives him his uh, medical card he now knows he's a medical patient and you can't refuse to get sent to the hospital for a blood test or it's an automatic guilty dui and pa so they take our blood and you can't prove that you were not under the influence at the time because cannabis stays in your system for so long that there's no way to prove that you weren't under the influence at the time. So that proves as a guilty admission. So that's been like a real gray area right now, like arrests and cops. And it's just, it's, it's like the wild west out there right now. It's insane. So I would assume that that's like the, it's like the, like besides like, like, even above it's like safer, patient it home to just it's safer to just take a fucking black market misdemeanor charge than it is to show a cop your your medical card and right and give him reason to send you to the hospital to for a DUI test isn't that insane yeah that's like nuts it, it's bet yeah it's better to just get caught with an ounce of, ounce of chronic or um yeah, because I think you gotta have like less than an ounce. I I could be wrong, right? But I think it's I think it's like an ounce, an ounce or less is is just like a a ticket. It's just like maybe like a twenty or fifty dollar ticket, if that. In Pittsburgh, at least. Um, so, yeah. so I'm guessing that's like that's like you know like the advocates sort of priority right now to like sort of get rid of this like this tyranny with like people showing their cards and people getting busted. I'm, I'm guessing that's even a higher priority than, than homegrown or any any of the other things that are issues. Am I wrong in that? Or? I mean, it's 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 neck and neck, you know? I mean, it, it, is, it is a big priority. It's a very, very important priority because it's so 
it's such a gray area. Like I, I'm literally like I don't keep my driver's license and my ID card in the same slot in my wallet. It's ever since people, ever since like I started seeing on Facebook everywhere, more and more people like posting um, about them getting a DUI and sent to the hospital, and the cops forcing them to take a blood test, and even though they weren't high at all and didn't medicate at all that day, that they still got charged with a DUI, and now that's on their insurance for God knows how long. Now they got to pay ten, eleven thousand dollars in court fees and fines, and that's a DUI ruins people's lives. Yeah, like it's, like it's no joke, and it's just as bad as like as getting a criminal record almost. Like it, it really is. Like it'll screw you up, and it's it, they don't care. It's it, the government. I mean. It, I could get I could go so far off on this so <laughs> <laughs> honestly um so it's just it's all about money man you know so like if they're not going to if 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 this goes away they'll just find something else I guess the drug war it's all it's what it is so it's just a revolving door man um so like like um so closing thoughts, like um, just I kind of want to want to give you like the last word. Um, anything else you sort of want to talk about or promote? Um, just uh, the check me out on um YouTube at Joey One Love and um, to, on Facebook it's the Keystone State Group, and check us out. It's um. It's a really good place to get good quality cannabis information and cannabis culture and good strains, uh, not even just from me and the Keystone team, but from patients all, and not even just patients, um, just cannabis enthusiasts from around. doesn't have to be medical. Um, in my eyes, it's all medical. All cannabis use is medical to me. Um, so it's it's everybody sharing all their knowledge about what they know and what they have. And just, it's, it's a, it's a fun group. So it's, it'd be cool to check out. Definitely. Like I, I love your reviews. You're like one of my favorite, like reviewers. Um, like, like, I don't know, you just make it so accessible. Um, and it's, I, I, I'm a huge fan of your reviews and I would highly recommend that my listeners check out, um, keystone state reviews and um you'll you'll get a lot out of it especially if you live in pennsylvania um so joey thank you so much for taking the time and being patient with the earlier technical difficulties oh no yeah man no no it's that's understandable this, this shit happens all the time i i appreciate you for having me man i love being on i love your show so i and i appreciate you being a fan of mine as well and i i would love to do a show anytime man like i i, I love being i love being on your show <laughs> thank you all right man take it easy man you too bye right, have a go bye bye if you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project there are quite a few ways you could do so supporting us helps us keep the lights on pay rent pay for hosting equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https 
colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash six five t g two n r. Again, that is https colon slash slash discord dot gg slash six five t g two n r. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by the link https colon slash bit slash 33fkrv9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts such as dog treat 20, tincture 20, 40 percent sign off iso 15 percent sign off cbd and that applies to the entire store and if you're in northeast new england and you're in eastern massachusetts especially or or um, southern new hampshire or southern maine then you can get some great and inexpensive cbd flour delivered directly to your door very quickly and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash shop dot boston empire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland and as always everyone stay medicated my friends peace out and ciao